Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. It's around the house. Brother? Oh, sure. And this is, you know, our sponsors are family members. And so really happy to introduce Jay Boitano. He, he runs Boitano Homes, and he's been a long author of uh, boat racing for since 2013. And then... Uh, yeah, 10 years. Yep, yep 10 nice. years. There he is. Uh, yep. And then Keith uh, runs Gutters by Keith. And he's new to our sponsorship team. He's one of our fantail sponsors and really excited to have him on board. And I have a good feeling that he'll be with us another 10 too. So we'll see how that goes. Well, it has already been a crazy racing season. And, uh, you know, Brent, you've uh, you've had struggles along the way. Like every, I think every team's had struggles this year already. Yeah, it, it has been, and you know. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know, but we've got you covered. This is Around the House. Welcome to the Around the House show. This is where we help you get the most out of your home through information and education. Thanks for joining us today. By the way, this episode is brought to you by Root Quencher and RootQuencher.com. If you've got trees, shrubs, bushes, and you're wasting water when you're watering or you want to cut it back, check out RootQuencher.com. Those guys have spikes that put water right into the roots and not all over the top where it runs down the hill and doesn't end up where you want it to. If you want to save money, go to rootquencher.com. We've got a special episode because, you know, in my area, Unlimited Hydroplane Racing is coming back to the Pacific Northwest. And even though this is a national sport, why not have Brent Hall and his team back on today? Brent, welcome to Around the House, my friend. Uh, Thank you. Glad to be back. We said we'd do this again. Let's roll. Absolutely. And then... There isn't racing without sponsors, and those are the guys that keep you out on the water every single week. You want to make the introduction since they're your team, brother? Oh, sure. And this is, you know, our sponsors are family members. And so really happy to introduce Jay Boitano. He runs Boitano Homes, and he's been a long author of uh, boat racing for since 2013. And then... Uh, yeah, 10 years. Yep, yep 10 nice. years. There he is. Uh, And then Keith uh, runs Gutters by Keith, and he's new to our sponsorship team. He's one of our fantail sponsors and really excited to have him on board, and I have a good feeling that he'll be with us another 10, too, so we'll see how that goes. There you go. There you go. Well, it has already been a crazy racing season. And, uh, you know, Brent, you've uh, you've had struggles along the way. Like every I think every team's had struggles this year already. Yeah, it, it has been. And, you know, when we talked last time, we talked about how competitive the, the boats are becoming. And, you know, we've got five or six boats that can win at any time. And, boy, we're seeing it. The guys are duking it out. And, you know, we've had a little bit of carnage from some of the last two races. But, <laughs> boy, we sure are gearing up for Seafair. And, obviously, Tri-Cities is next. So, we're, we're going to bring a great 
Yeah, no question. And there's going to be a lot of boats. I like it. You know, it's it seems like there's, uh, you know, we're, we're seeing a bunch of boats out there, which always makes it competitive for everybody else. But I want to I want to talk about, you know, we've talked to you and we'll get more into your racing stuff before. But let's talk about sponsors here and how, you know, Jay, Keith, how everybody else got involved here in racing. What was their inspirations? Well, uh, this is Jay Boycano. Um I grew up in Seattle, which has always been a hotbed for hydros. Mm-hmm. And when I grew up, my next door neighbor were the Stones, uh, um, Milo and Glenn Stone. They own this Excite. Oh wow! Back in back in the sixties, yeah. So when I grew up, we you know they were racing hydros, and we were kind of involved with it. In fact, I was in the Torchlight Parade when I was about nine years old, riding in their hydros, and this Excite throwing out pins. Nice. So. So we've been around it our whole life, and just like all the other kids around here, just you know, throwing a body bike and that kind of thing. But in about 2012, I was sitting out in the captain's club over there watching the race with a good friend of mine, Nels Inquist, and I said, well, what would it take for us to sponsor something out here? And he, through his uh, little hydros that he raced, knows new Brent Hall. And Brent got us in touch with our first, first team that we went with back in 2013. And then we've just pretty much done it every year since then. And uh, last year we we hit the we hit the lottery. We got done with uh, strong racing, and we uh, we uh, won the won the fair. So it was a, it was a great year. Nice. That is great. That is great. And uh, now uh, Brent's getting ready to jump in a bright orange boat and hit the Pacific Northwest by storm. And we're really excited about sponsoring Brent being out there that'll be cool so we can't wait for that to happen it's going to be an exciting year oh yeah it's going to be a great year i I see some uh looks like probably decent weather i don't want to jinx it but things are looking good and uh you know fingers crossed but i think we're looking good and i think that just means great racing because you know there's such history between tri-cities and in seattle as far as boat racing i mean it's just one of the you know one of the originals as i say yeah Yes, it is. And it's the Gold Cup this year. Make it even more important. More uh, special. There you go. There you go. All the stakes are on the table. Well, Keith, how, what got you excited here, man? What got you excited about racing? Oh, well, well, when I was a kid, uh, I grew up in Skyway in the 70s. And, uh, uh, you know, we used to be able to hear the hydros from where we lived. Uh, when they were racing, you could yep. hear them. And so I think they had different motors back then. But oh, you yeah. could really hear them loud up there in Skyway. And, uh, uh, you know, you'd see the Blue Angels. And I remember as kids, all the kids in the neighborhood, we'd make uh, out of plywood, we'd make hydroplanes, you know. And nice. uh, and then we'd climb to the back of our bikes and we'd ride and, you know, make turns and the hydroplane would, you know. So, uh, but, you know, it was always a lot of fun. And uh, I know my grandma was... Uh, uh, good friends with Chip Hanauer's mom, and she'd go down there, and uh, I, I remember sitting on the water, you know, sitting with her and stuff, and, uh, you know, it's just really cool. And, uh, you know, of course, Jay Boitano's awesome, and uh, he's involved, mm-hmm. and so, you know, following uh, following Jay around. That's awesome. That's awesome. And then, Jay, you're still out there. I mean, we had to drag you off a job site today because you're out there making your clients happy, but uh, you're still building great homes out there, man. Well, we're still building them. Uh, we're slowing down a little bit, but, yeah, we're still going. 
and uh, doing some spec homes and uh, a little custom, but mostly spec homes. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah, and Keith, Keith does all our gutters, has it for the last, I don't know how many, 30 years, 25, 30 years. So. Yeah, over, over and, three uh, decades. There you go. Yeah, yep. And he, his father and I are best friends, and we've been friends for 40 years, too, so good connection. No kidding. That's what family's about right there. I love it. Exactly. Speak. And then Brent Hall, he feels like family. You know, he's been helping me get through all these sponsorships the last 10 years, and now we're sponsoring him in the Hydro. It's probably the most exciting we've had this year. So. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So, Brent, let's talk about you for a minute. We've been talking to um, the boys here about uh, building homes and gutters for a second, but yep. let's talk racing for a second, man. You, uh, It was fun to see you down at the Test and Tune getting out there and trying to get out there and – you know, of course, it's just like racing. Things don't always work out as, as they are planned, and that's racing, and no matter if it's a boat or on wheels. But uh, it's been one of those years already. But uh, I bet you're excited to be getting back out. What got you going into racing? Yeah, so we've talked about this a little bit, but share it from a different angle. I mean, I, I, I love boat racing and have since 2007, but that wasn't how I started. I really started with radio control, and you heard uh, Jay talk about the relationship that I had with Nell Twist. And for me, it was really about, you know, becoming a marketing guy for boat racing and really trying to drive boat racing back into the uh, the forefront again. And so trying to figure out how do we do that from a marketing perspective? How do we do that from promoting the drivers? And then the driver that I was attached to, Harold Mills, retired that next year. And I was like, man, okay. Uh, I had some great ideas about how we can market the sport, um, but he retired. So I thought, well, in 2007, I'll, I took the boat out, made it around the course, and uh, you know, the rest is history. But one of the things that I'm really focused on is how do we get our names out there um, as drivers? And so, Eric, you and I, this is our second podcast. These types of venues mean a lot. It gives us a chance to tell our story. I think uh, Jay and Keith were very uh very uh, shy on what kind of work they do. They do amazing work. If you ever go to Boitano, uh, homes, boitanohomes.com or guttersbykeith.com, you'll see the craftsmanship they do. And so, you know, beautiful homes. These are homes that uh, belong on the street of dreams and probably have been there before. So I think it's important for us to tell those stories. And then, you know, you link that to racing. And yeah, racing, um, like you said, you know, there are some are pushing uh, the little boat 440 fast. It was designed, and yep. we're doing that. You know, run into some challenges, but well, I'm so proud of the team. You know, so I, I am a part of Bike Racing. We have two racing: the 440, which is the one I drive, and then the U40 Eccles drives. And you know, one of the things I love is that it doesn't matter which boat needs help; everyone rolls up. The and so that includes drivers, that includes crew, that includes owners, that includes everybody. And so I'd imagine it's a little bit like the way Jim work together. You know, you just, you got a project to work on. You want to make sure you put your best foot forward. That's what we're going to do. Regardless of the challenges, without uh, loading concrete, he was getting ready to drop this call. So challenge come, but we all just kind of roll up our sleeves and bring 
Yeah, and that's where I think the the racing and the house building thing comes together because, you know, there's so many similarities in that because, you know, it is a team sport. And if you've got weak members on the team, it hurts the whole team. But the interesting thing was, is you're right. I was watching them trying to figure out those uh, electrical harness issues that you had on the test and tune day. And man, everybody from your team, you had other teams over there kind of looking, going, hey, is there something we can do to help? Right. And um, it's still a community, and uh, th- those things cross over really well as as between building and and racing because it's it's that same team atmosphere, and everybody's heading the same direction. Yeah, you know, and that that is a great example. Uh, trying to figure out what we do, um, you know, and I I remember uh, Adam, who's our turbine builder, and you know, he was trying to figure out are there any parts that cross over from one boat to another? There weren't. So, you know, we, we did have to sit out, but all the wiring's been replaced. And so mm-hmm. we're ready. The, the really amazing thing out of that, we had never planned to go to Gunnersville, Alabama. Um, really, yeah. I was a session, then try stays in Seattle. You know, before the, the week, for the day, so, hey, come, come talk to me, talk to you first. Like, sure. Yep. I wasn't sure what he was going to say, but, you know, he was disappointed we didn't get out. And he said... You know, we're going to figure it out, but we're going to take the boat to Gunnersville. I think my jaw just dropped. I did not expect them to want to take the boat all the way across country that laps in. It's not like you just drop this in Lake Washington to run. Yep. Do it at a single race. And we were able to get eight of our laps, uh, eight, and we need seven more. So we, we have a little bit more to get, but we're, we're on our way. Yeah. Absolutely. And then, of course, your teammate has a, a pretty amazing blowover that uh, blew up on TMZ that uh, made it so everybody had to get back and get back to building, it looked like. Yeah, yeah. So, um, number one, just glad Dustin's okay. And Amen. It's, a, it's weird because uh, the last time we had to talk about a blowover uh, with Corey, and so now we got Yeah. Back. Yeah, you know, so Dustin's fine, you know, really glad that he's okay. Uh, I think the reason it blew up was because he landed a perfect 360. Um, now, I will say a perfect 360 when the boat weighs 55 pounds, it caused the damage. So, yeah, the team has been going through and replacing stringers that they, you know, um, kind of pulled everything apart. You know, uh, Madison loaned us their yep. rate on the on the on the boat, and we just returned the. Gym weekend so the team is working every day now until tri-cities to make sure we're together but um it's on schedule and i think thing and yep dmz and i know i saw one video with over a half million views you know things people do watch and you know i think dustin's got a lot of new fans and followers just to see him go through that and and come back and you watch though he's gonna be he's gonna be the dark horse in uh, the gold cup. Uh, he's gonna. No question. It. Yeah, that's a fast boat. I mean, that's a really fast boat. So, well, Jay, I want to ask you, what's it like building in the you know in the in the Seattle metropolitan area versus how it was twenty years ago? Um, I don't know if it's a lot different. It's a lot more expensive. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> Land. Well, I build over on the east side, you yep. know, in Bellevue and uh, Sammamish and Redmond, and prices are just crazy high, you know. And and I do spec on, so I buy lots and I turn around and sell them. And yep. uh, right now the market slowed down a bit for this year, but 
it's not a whole lot different other than, yeah, we just try and do our best. My name's on there for one. Yep. So it's not Columbia Homes or something else. It's Boytown Homes. So yep. uh, my name's on it. I want people to respect that. And I got to, you know, live up to that reputation too. So. Well, you guys have had a, a strong reputation because, you know, I spent, uh, Geez, almost 15 years living in the area up there, and I was designing kitchens and baths and and doing that out there for more luxury product projects. But uh, you've always had that name of of uh, you know just a solid quality home builder up there, and you know considerably different than some of the other guys that come in that are the national brands that come in and are just uh, throwing stuff up left and right, and maybe isn't is concerned about all the details that go into it. Absolutely, yeah, and I appreciate you saying that. That makes me feel good. Yeah, I mean, there's, I don't say the name, but no. national builders just kind of throw them up and sell them. And yeah, they're not, we're not that way. We, we, I, I look, I walk through every house, I'm involved in every phase of it. So, you know, yeah. So. Yeah, it's amazing these days, too. And I just want to say, you know, homes like yours out there where you've really got those details, they're so much more important than they were 30 years ago because. You know, we didn't have to build all these like super energy efficient homes that were, you know, really tight that all those details really mattered as much on. If you had a little air leakage, who cares? The house is designed for it. These yeah, days you got to yeah. build a completely different home, right? <laughs> exactly. And, you know, the just going through all the jurisdictions and all the red tape you got to go through nowadays too on everything. It's just, it's, it's wearing, it's wearing us out a little bit. But, yeah. Know there's so much of that but yeah we love Bill I love Bill and so creative you know I just love it you know yeah like, like bringing guys together it's like coaching a football team you know? bring guys together you pat some on the back you yell at a few you put it all together and hopefully you win a few games so. it's that same team effort man it's that same t- you know and it's just and all it takes is for you know for one person like the foundation person to make a mistake and that carries through the whole process. It's, you know, the whole project because you're having yeah. to, to, to deal with it. So it's, it's the same thing when something happens on any other team out there. One person makes a mistake and everybody else has to, to carry the load to help fix it and get it across the finish line. Exactly. Yeah. So that's awesome. So, Brent, I wanted to ask you, so what do you see, uh, you know, this year for, you know, hydroplane racing? You know, we got, uh, what, two more races this season? Yeah. And uh, I think it's going to get down to be a knockdown drag amount, in my opinion. But uh, what's your take on the, on the next two races here in the Pacific Northwest? Yeah, it's a it's a pick 'em. You know, you you really it, it's uh, you you could draw straws to figure out who's going to win. I think we've got some boats that corner better. Um, Dustin has that now the record in Gunnersville for the the fastest lap, and I think I remember them saying he's one of the top five people that have a lap over 170 miles an hour. Dustin's super yep. fast. Well, the, the strong racing team is uh, is in there too. I mean, you know, yeah. obviously drivers and Corey looked good before breaking his stride. So it's a pick and then you've got Jimmy Nielsen who's, uh, boy, he's been doing an amazing job of getting lane his timing mark. And so he, he's really been out there. And Jay's going to tease me because he'll be like, well, what about Brent Hall? And so... Brent Hall is getting qualified, and that's definitely a big part well, of it. See, here you go. The U44, the U44, he's got going to have a little Boycano luck this year. So yeah, have there a we go. Luck out there. Not all skill. You got to have some luck. That's yep. right. going to have a little luck. So you need to. I'm know. with Jay. <laughs> nickname is Lucky because I swear every boat that he's been on has done 
way better than expected. Like I remember the first year with Webster's, you know, we said, Jay, you're not going to win any heats. Just, just, you know, enjoy the fanfare. And what do they do? They go out and win a heat. And then there was that. And then, you know, had lots of success the years with Webster's. And then, you know, when he jumped, jumped to Boitano, it was like, well, you know, there's a lot of uh, competition out there. Home Street's looking really fast. Who took home the Seed Fair Cup? And so, yep. funny story, Jay, uh, he said, go pick up the, the check. And it's in my office. And, of course, it's right under the Seed Fair Trophy. So he's yep. very trophy. I had to take a quick picture of <laughs> Nice. We have, we have a lot of fun with this. We just love it. It's a good That's time right. of year. That is great. And the cool thing, too, here is, is that, you know, I mean, how many times over the last 10 years have we seen a piston powered boat win a heat or win a race? And so you can't sit there and go, well, I got the smaller boat. Yeah, you do. But you know something? Even the piston boats can win, which means you're faster than they are, my friend. Yeah, well, and actually, so I have a, it's just the, to clarify, I have a, a T-53 turbine. And so yep. helicopter in and... Uh, the interesting thing about this boat is it has a lot of torque. So yeah. it accelerates faster than the bigger boat. It's the challenge is, is uh, the weight. It's about 4,000 pounds and the other ones are 6,500. So going into the corners, I have to be responsible. But at the same time, like you said, hey, anything can happen and uh, it's exciting stuff. I'm really uh, beyond grateful to be in one of the nine seats in Tri Cities and then we're hoping it's going to be 11 seats for the Gold Cup. And yep. boy, that's a big deal. We, we've we've been waiting since I think the last time the Gold Cup was here, '85. So yeah, it's been a long time. <laughs> really want to celebrate that with the city and keep here and just make sure we make it a real. Yeah, um, I've got a, a guy, a, a PFC guy here. Peter Sanders showing up at this house here. So I might have to talk to him. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> calls, duty calls, Jane. Yeah, I, was gonna I say, just want to say too. I'm excited that Keith Bernasconi's on with us too. He's going to have a lot of fun down there. That's what it's all about. He's going to come down for three days and have a lot of fun at Keith. There we go. There we go. So Jay, how do people find you, man? If they want to find your website, I know you got to go. But how do people track you down out there? Look at your homes. Oh, word of mouth. Boytanohomes.com is my website. All right, there's your house builder here for you guys out there. And Jay, I'll let you get going, man. You got to get to your clients and uh, duty calls. So you go ahead and jump on that, and we're just going to continue on with the party, my friend. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming on today, man. Talk to you. See you. Hey, Eric, that's that's a intro to Ethan. Oh, I said that's a perfect intro to Keith and you know what we call the sponsor and love to just engage with Keith a little bit and just hear his thoughts and insight but you know we have what's called a fan ticket where um, you know you're part of the community you want to help the boat uh, go have a few uh, fan tail sponsors on there so we've got like Les Schwab and uh, Keith his, his name will be right above that um, and so yeah. it's exciting you yeah. know to well, have it's, it's real exciting to be uh, involved hey, especially with Jay Boitano and I so mean he's Keith, a I was really class act and you were his house jump on board and you know, maybe just uh, you know, what are just some of the things amazing, that you'd love to get out you know, of the, the quality, weekend you know, you know everything maybe we'll start there uh, and so I'm blessed to be able to be involved with him and and uh, you know he was doing the uh, the Boitano uh, hydroplane race sponsorship. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of how, 
how I got on and uh, uh, it's just exciting. Yeah, that is great. So what are you seeing out there in the world of gutters these days, man? It seems like it's super competitive out there. And uh, of course, sounds like you're tackling the east side of the Seattle metropolitan area. No, we pretty much cover all of King County. We're right. based out of Claw. Uh, I started doing gutters in 1987 uh, for another company and uh, started gutters by Keith in 1991. And uh, uh, ever since uh, 91, we specialized in doing all the hardest houses in King County. We've done a lot of Street of Dreams houses uh, for you know decades. And uh, we're just still doing still doing the gutter thing love it man well how has that changed over the years uh is building code change are there any challenges that you're seeing now compared to where you were you know halfway through your career well, 20 years ago I, yeah there there was a lot of changes well number one is traffic you know back in the 90s i used to you know, be able to bid like 20 houses in a day uh <laughs> you know because i would run around and look at the houses and I only had a, a people would call and leave messages and, uh, you know, and I'd return the messages. I'd go out and hang gutter all day, come back, return the messages. But now uh, uh, it's way different. You got people uh, uh, sending you emails. You got people texting you pictures of jobs. You got people leaving messages on your uh, cell phone. You got people leaving messages on your landline. Uh, people try contacting you on Facebook. I mean, you know, so, so it's, it's a, it's a different, uh, it's really a different world from what it was, uh, back then. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it seems like with new so, construction homes too, that they've changed some building code as well and made it. So, uh, that gutter system is much more involved into a drainage system than just dropping it off at the foundation that they did 30 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. They have a lot of underground drains. So every, you know, they do that when the foundation's done so that it controls all the water and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then a lot of those houses, you know, when it rains, you know, there's a lot of valleys and corners and, you know, it's really important to control that water. Yeah. So, so Keith, what do you think? I got to ask you, and this is the, there's, this is one of the things that my audience is always asking what's there's always the gutter guard battles out there man i mean i can every 15 minutes there's somebody else on the tv saying that they got the best gutter guards out what's your opinion on that stuff well there's about 100 different products out there yep and none of them work like they say yeah. on tv um uh and then if you believe their lie where you never have to clean your gutters again then uh the homeowner the the wife's willing to pay five times as much money so that her husband doesn't have to get on the roof or on a ladder. Um, when reality, there's really no such thing as a hundred percent never clean your gutter, or unless you have like a 412 comp, and uh, <laughs> you know there's just maple leaves. Because every scenario is different. You have a different trees, yep. different types of pine needles, different pitches of roof. Some are valleys, some are hips. Um, a lot of the products they will prolong the maintenance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but you still got to do some maintenance. Like if you have inside valleys, that's like a trough mm -hmm. ends up being a catch all. So there's still uh, stuff that, you know, it, it'll prolong the maintenance. So you just don't have to clean a bunch of muck, but you still have some stuff to do. And I'm always honest with our customers and tell them if certain houses and I'll explain to them and show them where they're going to have to keep them cleaned out and where they're still going to have issues. 
Keith, I love your truth bomb, brother. That is awesome because that is just as plain as it is. Um, those, especially in the Pacific Northwest here where uh, our little fur needles love to go everywhere and I don't care what system they are, they're going to figure out a way around it, right? Yeah. So, yep. well done. Well done. And, you know, that's one of those things, too, that, uh, you know, I, I love that because you're right. There's so many companies on there and you're right. There's a hundred of them out there that are, oh, you'll never do it again. There's no such thing that you can't ever clean again. It's not how it works in our, it's going to be outside. It's It's got to get cleaned. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's, uh, you know, like I say, it, it prolongs the maintenance, but you, you over a period of time, you still have some issues you know, to take care of. It's not, you know, like I say, every situation is a little different, but it does prolong from having to clean the gutters every year. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So, man, I can't wait to see uh, your logo on the side of Brent's, uh, Brent's hydroplane there. That's going to be good to see, man. Are you excited to see that uh, out there in the water? Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm really excited. Yep. That's going to be cool. Yeah, it's going to uh, be really cool. I'm going to be heading down to the Tri-Cities for Columbia Cup down there, so I'll be watching, uh, looking forward to seeing them down there. That's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, man, two great weekends of racing coming up for the Pacific Northwest. And, uh, you know, this is one thing, too, guys, and uh, we have a lot of listeners across the country and in the podcast it goes internationally. You know, a lot of this stuff gets live streamed as well over on the H1 site and stuff. So if you want to – experience this and you're like hey man i'm in florida guess what florida you got a place to watch this too so this is something that you can tune in and look and uh, i'll be sharing that stuff up on my social media as well so people can catch it so uh that way here uh we're gonna have two good weekends of racing that uh, you'll be able to catch no matter where you're at because you can stream it Yeah, boy, Eric, I, I want to double click on that. We really are trying to get the sport out there front and center. So you're right. We have the H1 YouTube channel. And so live streaming there, Brad Luce and Jeff Ayler, some amazing announcers. Uh, there's a special guest announcer that will be Ooh. ready for Seafair that I'm not supposed to tell. That yeah, so really excited about that. And then we also are working okay. with a company called Speed Sport One. And they're going to do like back in the day, ESPN, where they would kind of package the race weekend and put it in a 30-minute cool. segment. They're going to do that. And then they also want to bring a little more of that reality, like the behind-the-scenes of what happens with these different boat race teams and everything that went on, you know, behind the scenes when a boat blows over, you know, families worried. I think there's just a lot that people don't get to see on – if you go to the shore or you happen to watch the telecast and we're trying to bring those stories too. And then definitely, you know, not only that, but watch all the things and you can find those through H1 unlimited. Our Facebook page is bucket racing. I have my own as a Brent hall racing, but boy, could you imagine if uh, Bill Muncy had a a Facebook page? (laughs) Oh man. I I think, yeah, I'm on that, checking him out, you know, seeing what he has to say. And, you know, we really have a new opportunity to push content out that people want to experience and enjoy. And, you know, sometimes I, I help out with moderating the page and we interact directly with fans and they'll say, you know, their opinion, you know, we'll give facts. Um, but, boy, it's amazing to be able to interact with fans in that way. You know, bring, you bring up an excellent before. point. And I got to bring this up for Keith as well. But 
This is the most accessible sport from the fan perspective in professional sports because you guys are out there, you're hitting the crowds, the it's not hard to get into the pits. You know, you can get over there and experience this. And um, there's so many different stories that are being told. It's fascinating to watch. I mean, as a kid, I grew up in the Tri-Cities. I was down for Columbia Cup. Um, like Keith, I was living up off Canal Drive. So I would wake up in the mornings on like a Thursday or Friday morning when they're out testing. I would get woken up by those Allison engines and, and Rolls Royce Merlins out there just waking me up in the morning. And it was awesome. And uh, once you get the bug, it doesn't go away. It doesn't. It doesn't. And so, Keith, we're, this is, uh, I know it's been a while since you've been down to Seafair, so we're excited to bring you down. We're going to make sure you get the VIP treatment. You'll get a chance to meet the drivers, get to see the crew. And we love to do that for fans, too. So I would just say if you're interested in a great experience, definitely stop by Bucket List Racing. But any of the teams really will want you to engage with us, want you to understand about the sport, happy to explain how things work. And you know, when we were in Gunnersville, um, we really made some magic moments. And that was one of my goals was how do we make magic moments for the fans, whether it's getting kids to sit in the boat. We were able to do that, you know, within the guidelines there. Uh, we had a hydroplane simulator where kids got a chance to test out nice. driving a hydroplane and learn how to work the I think the top speed, and he reminded me on Facebook, was 178. So if he's listening, I know your top speed. And, uh, you know, it was pretty cool. So I just I love that we're able to engage with that way. Kids are reading. We have a mm-hmm. program called Racing to Read. And uh, kids are reading to get free tickets to Seafair. So that's a, another great thing that we're doing. Man, that is great. Sport. And, uh, yeah, it's such a great family atmosphere where – you know, you can take the family down, watch it, have a good time. You know, there's 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 beer gardens and things for parents to uh, that are thirsty to get something to drink. But it's just something you can take the whole family to and just make it a great event. Because uh, tell you what, those kids absolutely love watching racing with that. And uh, I think it's I've never I've seen races from. You know, NASCAR to Indy to everything else. It there is nothing like a kid watching the boats. It just seems to be such a fascinating thing to children. Yep, uh, I couldn't agree more. You know, when when you come by, hero cards that the driver sign. There's a, a new page that has a cutout every hydroplane. So if you want to make those into the little that you either put up on your shelf or you can even make them bigger and, and tow behind your bike like Keith did. We're really trying to figure out new ways to engage kids. So um, just ask it. We're happy to that share. That is great. And that's that's what I think is great with the sport that's taken off right now. It's really seeming to get you know, the, the sport has gone through a lot of different changes over the years, you know, and 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 many people go, well, boy, you know, it's the, the good old days. Well, I think those good old days are like many of good old days that you think back to, but back then in what many people call the good old days of hydroplane racing, there was one competitive boats or two competitive boats. And if they could finish, they would win. 
And I think right now that right. Um, for people to go out and check right now, it's a much tighter sport because you didn't have two boats that were extremely well funded and they could throw money at everything. And now you've got much more parity within the sport, which to me makes for better racing. You bet it does. Yeah. So no, I think people are in for a real treat. Uh, see some competitive racing to um, fall in love with the drivers and, you know, pick your favorite, you know, and there's ones that you love to love and ones that you might love to hate. And that's all right. Just watch us, you know? So I think that's, that's what it's all about. But boy, any way that we can engage fans and just have people excited about CPR again, plugging in online, plugging in on TV or plugging in, come, yeah. come on down. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, no question. I mean, it's funny. You say love to hate. I had that same thing because I was a, I was a either a Budweiser or a Squire shop kid in the seventies, eighties, and nineties, and the the Bill Muncies and the Chip Hanauers and the were my nemesis. You know, that was my the one that I was like, oh man, they took it again. You know, and uh, so it's funny how you can easily get you can grab some great people, and that's your nemesis of who you want to beat. Yes. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's, it's who you latch on to and you'll see like when you look at the Facebook page, the passion that the fans have for their different boat teams or, or the, the teams that they're competitive against. And you know what, I, I've said this before, but you know, love us or hate us you know, as long as you're talking about <laughs> us. That's, that's what matters. Well, I will say that yeah. was, uh, that was one of the things that I think that, that helped even though, you know, Dustin had a wild ride. I'm so happy he didn't have a hurt back out of that because, you know, when you land on your tail like that, that can that can be pretty bad and, and cause some long-term injuries. So I'm so happy he came out okay. But uh, the added bonus of that was that there was just enough video of that for that to go viral. And so, uh, yeah, from every yeah. angle, right? Uh, um, uh, from the shore, there were so many different angles of it. Um, you know, TMZ actually only caught the end of it, so I wish, you know we could have gotten them a better right. video. But uh, Pat McAfee, I guess he took it. That went viral. He had a story about it, and I love that people who aren't always involved with the race get excited about it. His version of what happened with the flip was hilarious, and so I would just encourage you to go check that out. Um, but there's so many different videos out on our Instagram page, our bucket list race page, and. You know, and, I, and I'm going to kind of circle back to why we do this. And so, boy, one, the, the camaraderie that the team has, and so I'm going to speak specifically to bucket list mm -hmm. racing. You know, when you get down to that shop, everyone is, you know, hey, how can I help? What can I do? You know, really trying to roll up their sleeves and figure out how do we get this boat in Seattle. Most are volunteers, right? Yep. So they're coming in on their own time, getting up their own summers. It's super hot outside making it happen but man we have fun and we laugh we tease each other a lot uh, you know and i think that worthwhile but you know some of that behind the scenes i think we're going to capture some of that and share that out just so you know we're, we're a bunch of characters definitely ones to follow oh yeah and i saw that too with your team sitting down and the other teams as well i don't want to speak any bad about the, all the teams are that way so i want to make sure i'm really clear yeah. with that but uh your team That's uh you guys are going through the struggles of trying to you know again you'll you'll spend you know four weeks in a shop and it's running perfectly as soon as you 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 
pull it up in front of the, the, the dock there in the crane. That's where the gremlins pop out. And sure enough, that's what happened. But <laughs> watching your team under pressure and be cool and collected and go, we're going to get this. We're going to figure out what it is and we're going to do everything we could. And it was just a, a cool team thing to watch with everybody diving in. And uh, that says a lot to the sport. Yeah, it does. And, you know, I think what you saw, you didn't see anyone swearing yeah. or throwing tools like that it's like hey let's figure it out um i remember when um they had the blowover last year mm-hmm. and they were giving out pieces of the boat to uh fans you know i think little brent got one and i was like wow but they were so matter of fact of hey that's what happened let's move forward it's like wow taylor you that that's a cool guy so taylor and i'll just speak a couple names taylor uh, crew chief mm-hmm. uh, overall crew chief um, Mike Limler is the crew chief for uh, the the 440, and just the way they lead, you know, um, very thoughtful but direct too. Yeah. You know, we got stuff to do. Everyone has to have their job and know their job so that uh, we don't make mistakes. A mistake can be catastrophic. So yes, I will say that you know we have fun, but boy, at the same time, everyone's very serious about what they do. No question. No question. We've only got a few minutes left here, so I don't want to take up too much of your time. Keith, I got to ask you, if somebody's looking for gutters in the uh, King County, Seattle area, where do they find you at? So uh, it sounds like uh, from what you were saying earlier, we had Facebook. We had (laughs) – what's the best way for people to track you down? Yeah, uh, call our landline, uh, 360-802-0355. Uh, and my wife, Nancy, a lot of times answers the phone. She's the one that the glue that holds everything together. So she makes me look good. Um, <laughs> and then our email, you know, uh, gutters, gutters by uh, Keith at guttersbykeith.com. There we go. Our uh, guttersbykeith.com. And, yep. and Keith, as yep. a guttersbykeith.com. There we go. And, and Keith, I got to say, as a fan, and this is going out to Jay, too, because I'm sure he'll hear this as well. This sport cannot be happening without people like you stepping up to support these teams. So uh, as the host of Around the House, I got to say thank you guys for what you're doing, because that is continuing a sport and uh, creating legends like Brent Hall is about to be here on uh, his first season. So this is this is how the, the legends are made, and it's guys like you that step up that already have your business day jam-packed full of stuff, but you have the vision to go, hey, I'm going to support this, and uh, I'm going to bring this to the community, and hats off to you guys for, uh, for doing what's right in my eyes and uh, supporting this great, great sport. Well, thank you very much. Excited to uh, enjoy the hydros. Oh, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And if anybody ever needs gutters, guttersbykeith.com. There we go. That's it right there. Brant, for the last minute or so here, buddy, what uh, we got racing coming up. Uh, What's the best way for people to find you? Yeah, sure. So you can find us on Facebook, Brent Hall Racing. Uh, Also, team page is Bucket racing and then our overarching um organization is h1 unlimited those are all facebook but i think you'd find those things on instagram here as well so you're welcome to go to those channels you just may find me more on facebook that's all keith thanks for coming on brent hall brent hall racing and bucket list racing brother thanks for coming on today my friend oh uh, my pleasure and thanks for telling our stories you have no idea how much that means uh, no problem man and i'll see you see you here coming up at columbia cup looking forward to catching you up with you there 
So, all right, I'm Eric G, and you've been listening to Around the House. Anywhere beyond the mean Life is a love song, let's be lovers We're all over the radio Take my hand, I know where to go All over the radio with you We're all over the radio Hey, it's Eric G from Around the House. Are you planning a decking or siding project this year? If you are, you've got to check out my friends at Millboard. Millboard is a completely different kind of composite decking and cladding that enhances outdoor spaces with enduring distinction. Hand molded from the finest oak, it realistically mimics the natural grain and color of premium hardwood. If you're looking for something that doesn't look like plastic and instead real wood, check out Millboard.com. Make sure and check out that interview we did just a few weeks back. That's Millboard.com.